The following podcast may contain mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, everyone. This is Glenn, and welcome to the Glenn Think Stuff podcast. On this podcast, I just like to talk about things that I think about. <laughs> hey guys, what's going on? It's me. I'm back. It's been a week. That's not really how I feel. That's how I feel on the outside right now, but on the inside, I'm just so excited. It's like I have code red flowing through my veins, and I've been drinking it. And Mama took me to the library, and they kicked me out because I run around because I said, how do I find this book librarian? And they said, you got to check it out in the Dewey Decibel system. So I went around yelling out, Dewey, Dewey! And they made me leave the library. They called my mom and said, come get Glenn Thanks stuff because he's walking around just talking about Dewey <laughs> and I just said mama I've just been drinking so much code red and she said Glenn we're gonna have to take you to like code red detox I'm gonna have to drop you off with your aunt Myrtle aunt Myrtle was named after dirty Myrtle Beach and I just call it dirty Myrtle Beach because one time I was swimming down there and I swallowed a band-aid But it's okay, because I was listening the whole time. I was listening to my favorite podcast, Conspired. After Mom come got me from the library, I was listening to Conspired. And they was talking about this crazy girl named Jodi Aris. And she was dating this Mormon boy. And he didn't like her very much because she was crazy. She was just like crazy, man. You don't want someone like that in your life. And he just wanted a nice little old Mormon girl. And my theory is that she was a Mormon girl, but she was Mormon based is what she was. She ended up killing him. She ended up killing him while he was washing the shame away from him. I actually going to sing a little song about right now about Jody Harris because I come up with one that's pretty good, I think. So just listen to the song time with Glenn Thanks stuff. All right, everybody. I'm very, I'm so excited. I'm just tickled all over to be debuting my song. I think I'm going to be on America's Graven Image pretty soon. And pretty, it's going to be pretty, I'm going to blow up pretty big people. So just be ready. But I'll probably sing the song. See, Jody Ayers likes singing Oh Holy Night. She likes singing Oh Holy Night. So this is a little song about Jody Ayers written a Oh Holy Night tune. And I'm going to sing it now for you. Oh, psycho Jody, you are a crazy nut. Job, your story changed more than me at puberty. You actually thought no jury would convict you, but you were wrong because you're a creepy delusional stalker. Travis was right to break it off with you, though you did him wrong while he was washing the shame away. This song's not for you, it's for the podcast conspired, you gas can toad and freak. By the way, your license tag's upside down.
You should have watched more Dexter, but you were too busy screwing everyone. Just please hold your applause. Okay, you can go ahead and clap for me. You can go right ahead. Alright, so that actually just happened. <laughs> In my life, that actually just happened. But it's just my way of telling you guys to go over and listen to Conspired. C-O-N-S-P-E-A-R-E-D. Conspired, they have, they're doing... Um, a couple episodes they have two out right now i think there's going to be more on jody arias it's fascinating it's good stuff let's get into my podcast today people all right how you guys doing how has your guys week been I hope that you're all doing good, doing well, not good, I hope you're doing good, that's not proper English, and here at Glenn Thinks Stuff Podcast, if you've listened to me for any amount of time, you know that I'm a stickler for proper English usage, so, <laughs> so I hope that you guys are doing well, are you well? But, I have been watching this show lately, check this out. So there's a show, and I heard about it. I don't know where I heard about it, because everybody that I've talked to says that they haven't seen it, that I've asked about it. But I know that it's a popular show, but it's called The Handmaid's Tale, and it's on Hulu, right? That show is so weird. And I'm not going to give away what the show is about. Well, I'll tell you this much. like It's kind of present day. And it's just strange. It's strange. If you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. If you have not seen it, check it out. Go check it out on Hulu. And tell me what you think about it. Because, I mean, it's a well-done show. It's good. But, I mean, I found myself all throughout that show being like, What? What? Who came up with this? (laughs) So, that has been something that I've watched on tv lately but i'm not that far into it but i'm far enough into it to be like man what is up with that that is just strange and for me to think something strange is kind of strange but anyway let's jump into what i've been thinking about so i threw a poll up on twitter and i said how many this is like important research that i'm doing people and i was like how many nipples does a camel have right and I think I put like one, like one, two, four, and seven or something like that. But the majority of people who voted in my poll, I think it was like 62%, I want to say, said that a camel has four nipples. And I said no Google. So that means that people who follow me on Twitter are very, very wives about the nipples of a camel because camels actually do have four nipples they do four nipples so congratulations twitter listeners you were correct but i was thinking about camel milk you know i never really heard anybody talk about camel milk and i was like i've never seen anybody milk a camel and i've never milked a camel drank 
suckled from the teat of a camel. So I was like, what's up with camel milk? Right? So I learned this way. You see, I learned stuff. You know, you don't have to be in school to learn stuff. You can constantly be learning important information every day, and I do. And that's why I'm about to tell you about So did you know that camel milk is more nutritious than cow milk? It's more nutritious. And that's why I don't understand, like, why are we still drinking cow milk if camel milk is more nutritious? has more potassium, iron, and three times more vitamin C. Will someone please pass the camel milk? And there's there's actually even chocolate made from camel milk. There's actually chocolate that's made from camel milk. But, see, this is the thing. I don't have any notes on this, so I don't... I want to say it's Dubai has this camel farm where they actually produce camel milk. And I read that... I mean, it's it's growing in popularity, but most of the camel milk, like, I guess is harvested from, like, nomads over on that other part of the planet. And uh, so it can't be, like, used, you know, to manufacture things like chocolate. There's this one camel farm, I want to say it's in Dubai. Don't hold me to it, but I want to say it's in Dubai, and they're the ones who who like le- have a legitimate camel milking business, camel milking business, and I think they ship the milk somewhere else to be like pasteurized and processed and stuff because there's like this special. I guess it can't be done exactly like cow milk, but there's this this one place in Dubai that actually has a farm and that's what they do and i thought that that was interesting like because i was like man think of all the cow pastures across the united states and think of the amount of cow milk that not just the united states but like in the uk like all over the world think of the uh, the amount of cow milk that gets consumed every day you know, whether it's in stuff like chocolate or, you know, you put in your, put on your little old cereal. And I was like, imagine if all these pastures were full of camels. Like, that was, that would be, I think that would be funnier. You know, I think that that would, if I drove by a pasture and I was not in a particularly good mood. Like, if I drove by a pasture and there were all these camels. You know, just looking at a camel chew cracks me up, you know. So I think that would put everybody in a better mood if there were pastures full of camels. Instead, you know, I'm not saying do away with all the cows, but I'm saying that that it would be funny to me. And I would, I would think that the world would be a funnier place if there were pastures full of camels. Just the way they walk, everything, it cracks me up. You know, and I learned that the in the hump they have fat in the hump. That's what their hump is. Their lovely camel humps. They humps. They humps. They humps. <laughs> People eat camel meat too. People eat camel meat, and I read that it like is like a cross between lamb and beef, which is insane because that's two totally. That's like opposite ends of the spectrum. You know, that's like saying like, well, what's the, what's, what's it like? And you say, well, what it's like is that's like fire and ice is what it's like. 
That's what it's like. You know, it's kind of like maple syrup and eating charcoal is what it's like. So I thought that that was kind of a dumb comparison when I read it. But, I mean, that's the information that you get off the internet. So, I mean, it's hard for me to wrap my mind around that. But, I mean, I'm just giving you information because you deserve to have it. Because I have it. But they they have four nipples. And this is my theory on nipples. I have a nipple theory. And this has nothing to do with camels, really. It's just my theory on nipples. Like, all humankind have nipples. And I think that the it's just funny how nipples are looked at like men and women both have nipples right i'm not you know i mean i'm not trying to be i'm not trying to go into oh glenn you're going into the controversial territory no i'm not what i'm saying is this my theory about nipples so i guess that men dating back to i don't even know when Men are like, man, it's hot. I'm going to take my shirt off. This is just hot. And so nobody really wants to see their nipples. But women's nipples, on the other hand, they keep them covered up a good bit in the civilized culture in which we live. And so they're more, people want to see them more, but they just have nipples just like me. You know what I mean? People aren't beating down my door to see my nipples. Let me tell you, Jack, if they were, I'd tell you. If they were, I probably wouldn't be doing this podcast right now because there would just be people outside picking in saying, we want to see Glenn's nipples. We want to see your nipples. (laughs) But anyway, it's just because people want to see things that are covered up like that, you know, on like a lady. You know, or a guy. If you cover something up, if you cover your elbow up, like if everybody started wearing elbow pads everywhere, that would be a thing. People would be like, we want to see your elbow. What's your elbow be looking like? And, I mean, you give them, peel back the little, the little, uh, thing on your elbow and give them a little peek of your elbow and then get arrested for indecent exposure. That's what would happen to you. But... I'll reveal my elbow to you. If you'd like to see my elbow, I'll show you my elbow. But speaking of showing you my elbow, I have a promo to run. I actually have two promos to run today for very good podcasts. These are podcasts that I subscribe to, that I listen to. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to you because this next podcast is a married couple, Jason and Aaron. And it's the For Better or For Worse podcast, right? And what they do is usually, usually they'll watch a movie that one of them likes that the other one's not crazy about. Um, And then they'll talk about it. And it's kind of, it kind of captures what goes on in a lot of relationships and marriages, you know, and it's funny. It is a funny podcast to listen to. I think the first one that I listened to was the Lovely Bones um, episode that they did. And off the top of my head, I don't remember exactly what episode number that is, but um, it was really funny because Jason's reaction to the Lovely Bones was much like my initial reaction upon first seeing Lovely Bones. 
So it was cool. Their latest episode is Dumb and Dumber. They did a Labyrinth episode before that. I mean, not some of the movies that they watch together, they both enjoy. And it's a great podcast, and you guys should check it out. And here's their promo. Hello, everybody. This is Jason. And Aaron. And we are the hosts of the For Better or Worse podcast. Like most couples, we have pretty different tastes. There's a lot of things we agree on, of course, but it can be pretty difficult to find something to watch at the end of the day. She likes comedies, love stories, and dramas. And he likes anime, horror, sci-fi, and fantasy. So we both thought it would be fun to force each other to watch our favorite movies, shows, or anything else we can think of and record it here for you guys. The show is a lot of fun, and it's not always torture. Sometimes we actually come around to each other's side. We would love for you guys to give us a shot. So download For Better or Worse anywhere you listen to your favorite shows and join us in the fun. We can't wait to share our experiences with you. Cool, man. Check out For Better or For Worse podcast. Subscribe. Leave them a review. It's really a fun podcast, and you guys should check it out. Okay. The next thing that I want to talk about today is something that I thought about earlier this week. It was just kind of random. So I had a headache um, a couple days this week. I had headache problems. And one day I just popped a couple aspirin to try to knock knock the edge off of it. And after I popped the aspirin, I was like, man, I don't even know what's in that. (laughs) And I never thought about it before. And, I, you know, I've taken aspirin, you know, most of my life. And I was like, isn't it strange that it's just like blindfolded consumption? You know, it's it's like something that you're just kind of, you're just kind of conditioned to do, you know. And there's drugstores full of all this stuff. And you go in and you look at the symptoms that the little over-the-counter medicine, like the symptoms that they take care of that you might have, but you don't really look at the ingredients. I'm sure some people do. I know that probably one listener's like, well, I'll read the labels, then I'm just informed, and you're too, an idiot would not be. Well, I think that I speak for the majority of people in the world when I say that most people don't look at the ingredients when they're taking something. So let me drop this on you, and you might not know this. About aspirin, it's the main ingredient that is in aspirin is a pain reliever that is found in plant extracts such as willow bark. Willow bark, like from a willow tree. Did you know that? Did you know how much willow's bark you've consumed because your head is aching you or your body is aching you? I just thought that that was weird, and I thought that it's kind of comparable to, like, a drug addict. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what's in this, but I want, I want, I have, there's a desired effect, you know, that I'm after, And I will just put a blindfold on and I will put this into my body to gain the desired effect. Now, it might not have as harsh, it might not have as harsh of side effects, but, you know, I really don't know that. I'm trusting a medical professional's advice or thoughts on the subject. When I say that, I'm just trusting what somebody else told me. 
Like, I haven't researched it. I, I really don't know anything about something like an aspirin. I mean, I do now. I know that I'm eating bark. That I'm swallowing bark. But, I mean, you don't do that to food. When you eat food, you don't just blindfold yourself and just feed me whatever. You know, you kind of have sort of an idea of what's in the food. And that's just a thought. And, I mean, there's not really anywhere for me to go with that, really. But, I mean, it's kind of made me think. It made me think maybe I should be more, like, I should look into things that I take, even for a cold, you know, more in-depth than what I do. But I think that, I think that the reason that, that, stuff like that is so popular and all these over-the-counter medicines are so popular is I don't want to feel bad. I should never have to feel bad. If I have a symptom where I'm not feeling tip-top of the world, I should not have to feel that. (laughs) I deserve to feel better. And it's like a convenience. There's a convenience factor. Like, don't inconvenience my life sickness. I don't care if my body is breaking down. I, I need the convenience of not having to feel the uncomfortableness of this. And I think that that's, that's a modern-day convenience that we have. And I think, that, I think that one of the biggest things that companies market to today is the convenience factor. So I thought about that. That popping the two aspirin kind of led me into the thought of like modern day conveniences. And I started thinking about, well, they are convenient. Things are convenient. But if I was really smart, I would use all these conveniences at my disposal to make me more of a productive person, you know? Like, what's an example? Like an ice maker, you know, like an ice maker. I don't know when ice makers come to be. When did ice makers come to be? I do not know. I could Google it, but if you want to know, you can Google it because I'm thinking right now. And Well, I'll look it up. What the heck? I'll look it up. I can sing a Jody Arias song while I look this up. All right, let's see. Let me look it up here. When were ice makers invented? I don't even mess with Siri because I don't like her. All right, let's see. That's not right. That's like, man, come on. Ice maker. Ice machine. The history of ice machines. This looks like a reputable website on the interweb of knowledge. All right. When did this happen? The first patent for an ice machine was granted to John Gorey in 1851. Let's see. The first successful model was built in 1942. All right. So they haven't been around very long. I'm not going to go on some wild goose chase wondering about that. But anyway, like, do you know the ice trays, you know, that people fill up? And some people still fill up ice trays, and some people have ice machines in their refrigerators and freezers. But if, if you know, think about all the time that you spend, you know, 
filling up ice trays and then dumping them in a bucket and then refilling them up and all this ice that you make. Well, if you have an ice mach machine, bam, it's right there, you know? So you're like, I saved all this time making ice. Well, instead of using that time to do something more, you know, be more productive in another area of your life, you know, you probably, or I will just scroll on my phone <laughs> or do something like that, you know? And I mean, I don't know. I don't think that maybe there's really successful people like somebody like Elon Musk or somebody like that who uses all the modern day conveniences at their disposal to be more productive. I think that that is what the point of them really should be. But I think that they just make me more lazy. You know what I mean? Because if we took technology and just dropped it in the lap of like hard workers, say like hard, like a, like people that just work from sunup to sundown, like somebody like the Amish people, or if we went back in time, if we went back a hundred years and said, bam, here's all these conveniences for you, electricity, all the stuff that we have, all these all these modern-day inventions, like innovative things that have happened and just in the last hundred years, and we dropped them into the lap of people that did not have them, and like we gave them a crash course, this is how it works, this is how you use it. I think that those people would be so successful. I think that those would be like the most successful people you know, that there are. And I was just thinking about that this week. I was just thinking about, well, why is it like that? You know, like, why why don't people have the mentality? Why don't I have that mentality? I was like, man, this is so convenient. I'm going to be so productive now. And I think that the reason is, is that, that these things have been slowly introduced. You know, like, what I talked about is dropping them all in the lap of people that don't have them. And I think that, I don't know. I think that they're slowly introduced, so you just slowly start taking them for granted, and they just become a part of your life, which, you know, you're like, oh, well, I have that now. Now I can just lay on the couch a little bit longer. So, but that's something crazy that I thought about that resulted from me having a headache and having to put two aspirins into my talk hole that is the thought process that came from that that was birthed from that and at this point of the podcast i'd like to introduce you to another podcast that i listen to unfortunately this podcast only comes out once a month so there's absolutely no reason why you should not be listening to this podcast and the podcast is called The Importance of Seeing Ernest. Do you remember Ernest P. Worrell? People? People. If you do not remember Ernest P. Worrell, you need to go watch everything Ernest that you can find. Because this Ernest, I grew up on Ernest. I remember going in the video store with my buddy and we rented Ernest Goes to Jail. 
and I was young. I was really young. And I mean, as a week ago, I was watching Ernest Goes to Camp. I'm a huge Ernest fan. So when I found this podcast, like I was excited. I was overwhelmed with joy. I had it down into my heart. And it's a solid podcast. It's three friends. And they kind of started at the beginning I mean, it's like everything earnest. It's like they're the last one I talked about or I saw or listened to. I The last podcast I watched, the last one I listened to, they were talking about all these earnest commercials that he did before he got all these movie deals. But uh, it is an awesome podcast. If you're an earnest fan, check it out. If you're not, you need to be. Ernest changed my life. And shape who I am today. So here's their promo. Check these guys out. They're awesome. What do you think of when I say the following phrases? Goes to camp. Saves Christmas. Rides again. Scared stupid. No, it's not you, you selfish prick. It's the lovable and accident-prone man-child that is Ernest P. Worrell. This is the Importance of Seeing Ernest podcast, the comprehensive and encyclopedic compendium of all things Ernest, actor Jim Varney's greatest creation. Tune in every month as three friends, and occasionally a guest or two, navigate the silly, playful, and family-friendly waters of Ernest in a not-so-family-friendly way. We have a hell of a time reliving these childhood memories, and we invite you to join us in Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app of choice. Know what I mean? All right, cool. Totally radical. Check out The Importance of Seeing Ernest. I recommend it. It has the Glenn Thing stuff seal of approval. All right, so there's one more thing that I wanted to talk about today, but I actually scrapped it at the last minute because I had a listener um, email, and this is from Tony in England, and he says, Hey, Bromigo. Bromigo. I like it. I like it. That's cool. It's like Amigo, but it's like, bruh. Have you thought about the Oscars and similar award ceremonies? Would love to hear your take on them. Regards, Tony. Well, thank you for doing that, for writing me that. And actually, I have thought about the Oscars and similar award ceremonies. And here's my take I'm not a fan. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, I I like watching movies. I like watching shows. I'm a fan of cinema and film, and I think I know the actors are artists, you know, and I respect I respect people's ability to act. I'm not, you know, I don't think that I could probably be an actor. I think that it is kind of a tough gig, but some people are just good at it. Like some people are better at you know, painting or playing music than other people, you know? I mean, everybody can't sing like me. Did you hear my pipes at the beginning of this podcast? Did you hear them pipes? They were just glorious. So, (laughs) and I'm delusional. So, here's the reason I'm not a fan, okay? Because I think that these award ceremonies are... Just huge, huge ego inflators for these actors and actresses, right? Not that, I mean, if you want to walk around getting your ego pumped up, that's cool, you know? This this is just my opinion, 
you know, this is just what I think about him. Like, uh, this is what acting is, okay? I think that that being an actor is like you're acting like some somebody that you're not, right? And when you when you win one of these awards, the way that I kind of look at it is that you are you did an amazing job at being insincere. <laughs> You did it. A, you you're like the best at being someone that you're not. You know, and if you really think about it, you know, even because I've seen a lot of really good movies, right? And the acting is, I mean, it's just the best. It's like top shelf acting, but the storyline lags, and so the movie doesn't do well, right? Even if the actor is amazing then, like, if it's not a good storyline, like, you don't even hear about the movie. You know, it doesn't make a lot of money, and you just don't hear about it. And I think that... I think that writers... I think that writers are really the... And I know that there's the Writers Guild, and there's all these, you know... uh, There's awards for writers, but they're not... I guess they're not the face of that particular industry so they're not held in such high esteem as the actors are and i mean that's just my take on it i think that it's funny i think that it's funny that that the world drools all over these people sure i mean they're great there's a lot i have my favorite actors and actresses you know i just do i'm a big you know i love al pacino I think Al Pacino's done amazing work, you know? I think there's there's like there's a ton of actors and and actresses that, you know, I enjoy watching if they put out a film or make a TV show, you know, I have favorite comedians, I have all these different, you know, favorites, but at the same time like I don't I'm not I'm not like a fan to the point of like when they're giving political statements or, you know, tweeting things, you know, I'm not falling all over myself because they're just normal people like me, but they're just really good at being insincere, you know? And so these award ceremonies are kind of, to me, (laughs) to me, that's my take on them. They're just kind of, they're just kind of, I don't know, like, congratulations, you... You acted and lied better than anyone else this year, you know? (laughs) And I think that, I think that we live in, I don't know. I think that we live in a very materialistic, um, we live in a very materialistic age and culture. And I think that, that, you know, people think if they don't have a lot of stuff, I think that people think that if they had a lot of, I don't know, property, um, if they had a lot of money, then that would make them happy. So they look at successful people, 
they 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 kind of gauge success and they say those are successful people because they've accumulated a lot of things. Well, I've got news for you. They go into a hole in the ground just like just like me or you at the end of their lives. Yeah. You know? And that's just I mean that's just the facts. All the stuff that you get doesn't go with you and it's all about it's all about human relationships. And it's all about the legacy that you leave behind. And it's all about friendships and love and being good to other people and um, helping other people when you can that are really down on their luck. Those, you know, are the important things in life. Laughing, you know, there's so many things that are important in life. And I think that we look in the wrong places sometimes when we are in you know we're not happy within ourselves and we look see do you hear my cell phone my cell phone just went off and i was in the middle <laughs> I, was in, I was in the middle of this heartfelt statement and my phone was like Bla-loop. oh here at glenn think stuff podcast i run i run like a tight ship and i mean it's just so professional what i got going let me turn my ringer down and not edit any of this out all right so anyway tony that's what i think about it i think that that people get caught up and i'm not judging you if you love to watch the oscars and you're like oh did you see her dress that was just so amazing it's the hot thing right now it's just what's hot but you know they all go down the red carpet and they're strutting and they're like man look at me hmm I'm good at being insincere. Hmm. But I mean, to me, just just looking at the world through my eyes when, you know, I am somewhere and, you know, I see a parent being really, really good to their kid, like being a good parent, you know, or when I see somebody you know, handing a homeless person a few dollars. Like, I look up to those people personally more than I look up to people that are going down the red carpet, if that makes any sense, you know? And those kind of people are all around us, you know? And so I think that I think that it's funny, you know, when they get up there and they're like, I'd like to thank God. And, you know, man, all these amazing people that surround me, that surround me and supported me, but they're not as amazing as me because I'm the one up here holding the gold naked statue. But I know that somebody that's listening probably likes watching that kind of thing. And I don't judge you. I mean, it's <laughs> like, I'm not coming down on it. I'm not. I'm just saying we need to keep it real with ourselves, you know, because yeah, I got to be honest with myself and that's honest for me, you know, and that's the way that I look at it is that it's more kind of comical, you know, to me. And that's all I'm going to say about it because I'm sure that I ruffle somebody's feathers. But thanks, Tony. Thank you for the question or the thought that you want me to think about. And that's my thought about it. And that's just what I did right now. But if you want me to think about something and talk about something, I'll totally do that. You can send your questions 
to my email, and that's glennthinkstuff at yahoo.com. Glennthinkstuff at yahoo.com. One N in the Glenn. I'm I'm unique like that. I have one N on the Glenn. Most Glens that that are around have two N's on their name. Glenn na na na. But mine is just one, you know. And there's not a whole bunch of Glens. I think Glenn was like a hot name. You know the hot names, you know, that are every year like this is the hottest name of babies this year. I think my name was probably popular around 1910. Because <laughs> there's like a bunch of a bunch of Glens I've met have just been like old men that's, you know, just old crusty old man but if you want to hear me talk about something email me hit me up thank you for listening guys i appreciate that i've i've gained some listeners lately and i'm really i'm really honored i'm really honored that people would listen to this podcast i like to cut up i like to think about things that are crazy so thank you guys for bearing with me and sticking with me this is fun i enjoy it I enjoy doing this and sitting in a room and babbling on a microphone. I was like, where have you been my whole life? (laughs) But anyway, so anyways, you can follow me on Twitter. Um, Let's see, what is my Twitter handle? At Glenn Think Stuff. That's my Twitter handle. You can follow me there. I'll retweet other people's podcasts. Um... I will throw up podcasts that I'm listening to. I'll just throw up hacky jokes sometimes. And so you can check me out there. I'm available on a bunch of different podcasting platforms. Um, You can find me on the Google Podcast app, which is an Android app if you have an Android. Um, You can find me on the Google Podcast app. Anchor, um, you can find me on Apple Podcasts and iTunes, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Breaker, and Spotify. Those are all the um, platforms that I'm available on. I might be available on some more that I didn't mention, but you can totally check me out on those. Um, If you're on like iTunes, Please leave me a review. Please rate me and leave me a review. I'm not going to tell you to leave me a five-star review because you might be like, dude, this totally sucks, you know? And if I hear a podcast that I'm not really wild about, like, I'm not going to take the time to slam it, you know, to them because it just might not be my thing, you know? Because, like, the Oscars are everybody else in the world's thing and they're not my thing, you know, that's kind of how I look at podcasts. Like, I'm not going to get online and start a blog about, you know, this is why the Oscars suck. But if you want to do that to me, please, please do that to me. Because that would, that would make me laugh and won't hurt my feelings. But if you like this podcast, which I hope you do, you know, I hope that you enjoy this podcast. Please leave me a review because that bumps me up in like the search reviews. Not search reviews, search results, search reviews. This doesn't make any sense. If people are searching for a certain kind of podcast, like strange and unusual, people who think stuff, like that'll make my name pop up quicker if I have more reviews and ratings. So if it's one star, leave me one star and say you suck. 
you suck so bad, I'm going to go bust my eardrums just so I never have to hear anything that stupid again. Which I hope that you do not. But, but I hope that you do not. Talk to somebody if that's how you feel. But I hope that it's a good review if you leave me one. Thank you guys for listening. Is there anything else? Is there anything else that I need to talk about today? No, but I will talk to you soon. And I'm already excited because I already have some things in my mind percolating around that I want to talk to you guys about next time. So that will happen in your life. All right, guys. Peace.